Psalms 105, verse 17 through 19 said, He sent a man before them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. They hurt his feet with fetters. He was laid in irons until the time that his word came to pass. The word of the Lord tested him. Everybody say tested. You know, so much of life is not what happens to us, but how we respond to what we've experienced. And and we've probably been told that, but it's good to be reminded of it. Uh, and, and so the life of Joseph, which is documented for us in Genesis chapter 37 through 50, is a good example of this truth, of this statement. There are multitudes of things that happened to Joseph that really could have turned his, his heart away from God and could have caused him to be bitter and resentful. But, you know, Scripture says that in the midst of all of the tests that Joseph faced, he maintained an excellent spirit. Uh, he took them as opportunities uh, where he could be stretched, and, and in stretching, he could grow. Uh, the, 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 the whole prospect of being ready for something means that, you know, we do the best that we can with the time that God has given us to prepare for, for any aspect, for, for any, uh, uh, you know, endeavor in life. You know, preparation is very important, and it actually positions us to experience more of God's grace and more of his goodness. Yeah, uh, scripture actually says God is looking through the whole earth and he, his eyes are running to and fro throughout the whole earth looking for someone whose heart is towards him. Well, if our heart is towards him, then we're going to be preparing and we're going to be making ready a place for the Lord to be working in our life. And, and each of every one of us is a work in progress. We're, we're not to the place that, that God has for us, but we're not where we used to be. And I, I'm thankful that, you know, in the course of following Christ and walking with Christ, we can see progress. We can, we can see seasons of growth. And, and that growth usually happens through seasons of struggle. Would, would you agree with me that, that you, you had to encounter something that was a struggle in order to become more dependent on Jesus. And becoming more dependent on Jesus and on the Word of God caused you to be stretched, and in stretching you grew your capacity to be more Christ-like in your character was increased. And so this, this stretching process, while it's, it's somewhat uncomfortable and painful, it's necessary for our own personal growth and development as Christians. Uh, every athlete knows what it's like to be stretched. Everyone who's, who's in the marketplace, who's, who's got a job and, and they see the potential of, of upward mobility, you know, uh, for them within that corporation is stretched at times. And, and you know, the more responsibility that we have, it doesn't mean the more rights we have. It, it means the more weightiness is upon our shoulder. If we, we understand the, the true significance of responsibility, it, it, it causes us to be more sober-minded, to be more humble. And, and, and these are lessons that we're going to be looking at over the next several weeks in the life of Joseph. And, and I imagine that, uh, you know, Joseph, while he was going through these various seasons and these different tests that he faced, had, had no idea the path that it would eventually take him to. And, and, and so it is with us. There's, there's times where and seasons in our life where we, we even question, Lord, what are you doing? Why am I going through this? Why am I encountering this? Why is this happening? And, and nothing is happening, 
you know, without the sovereign will of God being in place in our life. Uh, I understand that there's times where, you know, we have to exercise authority over the power of darkness. It's trying to come in and cause confusion or trying to get us in unhealthy places uh, relationally or emotionally. And we have to, you know, tell Satan to get behind us as Jesus taught us to do. Get behind me, Satan. Because Satan does not have the will of God in mind, but his own agenda to steal, kill, and to destroy. So anything that is destructive in our life in any manner is synonymous with the forces of darkness. So in in those moments, we exercise our rights and privileges to invoke the name of Jesus and to resist the darkness, to resist the temptation. But then there's these moments where, you know, uh, that that God sovereignly sets up to prove or to test us in order to continue to help us to grow and to mature and to become more dependent on him. You know, I, I would say that uh, throughout Joseph's life, he faced so many tests, and through those tests, he learned so many valuable lessons on how God prepared him for what he has prepared for him. Uh, there's there's two people in Scripture that that actually the marketplace has written curriculum about for their HR people to, to help identify people that are ready for the next level of responsibility. And, and one of them is the life of Joseph, and the other is Nehemiah. And, and since, you know, this morning we're just looking at Joseph, I, I find it, though, to be interesting that even those that are in the corporate world value and esteem and promote those that are qualified, not those that are just gifted. It's been said that giftedness is one thing, but character is what counts. Character is what gets us to the place that when we are given more responsibility, we handle it well. We handle it well. So the life of Joseph is used actually as a model of curriculum that's used in promoting people in the marketplace. That, that's pretty humbling. It says uh, in Scripture that r- we really don't know. We don't know our potential for growth or development. Uh, I think some of us think we, you know, we understand that, that we have an upside and that, you know, depending on our age, you know, there's still a lot of, of room for growth and, and development. Uh, but I don't even know that we know how, how much of an upside we have, regardless of age. And, and since we're still here, God is not done with us. He's still working. But the good news is, is, is we may be unaware of it, but God's not. God knows. God knows what we can handle. And, and God is not going to put us in a position. And He's not going to put us in a place where we're tempted beyond the capacity that we have to pass those tests. Because He is faithful. And God will make a way for us. God is the way for us, honestly. So before we get into some of the, uh, you know, outline aspects of, of what I'm going to be sharing over the next several weeks, uh, uh, let me remind you that, you know, desires and dreams are placed in each and every one of our hearts. The, the story of Joseph is about a young 17-year-old is where it begins in, in Genesis chapter 37, about a young man that began to see his future. And he wasn't ready for it, but God placed that desire and that dream in his heart. 
And um, so, you know, it can start at a very young age, at a, at a tender or an innocent age in someone's life that there's a something that by God's divine uh, will, he drops into the heart of a, of a person. And, and I, I'm saying it, it's not just in regards to, to uh, you know, like ministry, but I would say vocationally. Uh, you know, it's interesting. We ask children uh, at various ages when they're in school, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, what do you see yourself doing? And, and it, it's fun to listen to all the different answers that, that come. Where did those desires begin? Who, who placed those desires in, in their heart? It, I believe it's the Lord. I believe it's for good. And if it's for good and it, it helps humanity and, and is a blessing that we, we have to identify that is, is God. You know, the, the children say, I want to be a nurse when I grow up or I want to be the, you know, a firefighter or I want to be a lawyer or I want to be a teacher. You know, all of those things are, are noble. And, and in the course of time, they, they get proven out. But it, it, we can see from the life of Joseph that these things can begin at a very young age. So, uh, but before those desires and dreams comes to pass, the Lord tests or he proves us. If he just instantly promoted us, it, it, you know, we wouldn't be able to handle the weightiness or the responsibility that comes. But over time, he prepares us. So uh, why? Why does the Lord, you know, uh, use this method? I mean, he's the Lord. You know, surely he could expedite things. He could make things happen in, in a quicker manner. Uh, sometimes that, that's the struggle with us. That's the stretching process is that we, we ask that, you know, why is this prolonged? Why is it taking so long? And And... Uh, there's various reasons for that. Sometimes we're in our own way. You know, we have to get out of the way in order for the Lord to work sometimes. And, and sometimes it's just because the promotion is so important that the proving process takes a little bit longer. Uh, if you're going to have really fine metals uh, and that are precious and that have tremendous value, they stay in the fire uh, longer uh, they're forged in the fire and they come through that fire and they're purified and, and then they they are much more valuable. And so it can be with a life, so it can be with a promotion is that that God knows. And we 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 don't understand why sometimes, but I think we have to all agree about this. One of the reasons why is that so that we may learn to depend on him and in the end he gets all the glory. You know, it's said in catechism that the, the highest and the loftiest ambition of man is to serve and to love God and all our days that he may be glorified through our life. That, that's our number one ambition as Christians is that God may you receive the glory. And, and so in these tests, we learn something about ourselves. Uh, I, I learned when I took a test in school, something about myself. I couldn't blame the teacher for the grade I received on the test. The teacher prepared me, but was I paying attention? I learned if I, that preparation is important, that studying matters, that listening is, it counts, that taking notes uh, is valuable. Uh, I, I learned how to manage my time because the test is coming 
um, it's going to happen. And, and I can't find fault with the teacher. The teacher taught. It was, was the student paying attention? So the various tests that, that we encounter in life really help us, locate us. And, and if we're, we're understanding the purpose for them, they, they're endeavoring to position us into a better place. The, the worst thing we can do when, when we're struggling in a test is, is, is to just accept that we don't have the capacity to pass that test. We have the capacity because through Christ and in Christ we can do all things. So the Lord wants us uh, to do three things. He wants us to get ready for what He's placed in our heart. He wants us to prepare. He wants us to, to really consider that the dream and the desire is, is not the proverbial carrot in front of us that we can never attain. It's attainable. But preparation and being ready is very important. He wants us to be ready. Secondly, he wants us to know that being stretched strengthens us. It strengthens us. And the stretching usually takes place uh, relationally. Life would be easy if it wasn't for other people. It'd be simple. It'd be, it'd be so much, but it, but that's not God's design. He put us with people that He's divinely orchestrated that we could grow together. Not that one would grow apart from the other, but all would grow together, just like your physical body. Your physical body grew as a body. It grew and each and every member grew during that season to the capacity that it was connected with the other members of the body. And so it is with us in our faith and as a body of believers. And the Lord wants us to know that being stretched is, is not a negative thing unless we kick and fight. And, and kicking and fighting is acceptable a time or two, but then if you keep kicking and fighting and you keep being stretched, then stop kicking and fighting. And just allow the process to help grow you and develop you. And the Lord wants us to know that He uses time to give us experience in order to help us to grow and mature. Uh, I can look back and, and in my life and I can see there are seasons where where God put me in positions or in places in relationships and, and I didn't really have, uh, authority or I didn't have, you know, uh, overall, uh, responsibility, but what I had is opportunity. I had opportunity at that season to really learn and to grow from others and, and it was so beneficial for me, so helpful for me. Uh, one man, one of my one of my pastors uh, said that uh, that uh, you know Doug you can learn more learn more by listening than by talking and and I said yes he said because you already know everything you know but other people know things you don't know listen to them that that was great advice for me because I, I was like you know all young ambitious you know 
uh, zealous. Uh, you know, I, I had answers. But, but I don't know that I had answers. Can I be honest? If I look back, I think I had opinions. I don't think I had solutions. Because I hadn't gone through the process of time giving me experience so that I could co- so that I could grow and mature. I had zeal, but listen, I didn't have knowledge. So when I, I talk about ready, stretch, grow, the growing happens when time and experience have sort of caught up with one another and the stretching has produced something in us called strength and the preparation has positioned us that now I have knowledge that I can add to the experience. And now I just don't have an opinion. I have something that I can contribute called wisdom. Are you listening? And these are some of the lessons that we learn from the life of Joseph. And since, you know, it's documented for us, I want to encourage us to read this over the next several weeks. Start in chapter 37, go through chapter 50. So here are the various tests that we will encounter in life, and I'm going to close with this. These are all taken from the life of Joseph. So from the time that we've conceived a godly desire or dream until the time it comes to fruition, here are the tests that we will face. And they're not in any specific order, even though we're going to look at them chronologically in the life of of Joseph, but they do all take place. And sometimes multiple times. All right, the test of pride where God reveals our selfishness or our self-centeredness. The test of the pit, where we handle injustices. The palace, where God promotes us and how we handle promotion. The test of purity, where God reveals and begins to work on our morality. The test of prison, where God allows us to be in a season of suffering. The prophetic, which is a season where he comes and breathes on us afresh and reminds us of his initial promises and his plans. The test of power, where God actually begins to trust us with authority and delegates to us the responsibility to make decisions. Prosperity, when God blesses us, how do we handle those tests? The pardon test of forgiveness, of forgiving as we've been forgiving. And the purpose test, which ultimately is that God would be glorified in our lives. The good news is that all of these tests don't happen at once. They happen over time and through different seasons. But when we have been properly prepared, each and every test will occur without exception. Thank you for listening to today's message. We hope that it encouraged or inspired you to God's best. If you have any questions about today's message, need prayer, or would like to learn more about Living Word Fellowship, please call 641-828-7119 or visit us at lwfknoxville.com.